0: Hey, what's up Raider Nation? I am Raider Glenn Diesel, and this is my son. Marcus Allen. And this is Commitment to Bringing You Excellent Podcasts. Uh, so it's kinda, uh, we, we try to get, get together uh, a lot and uh, you know do a lot of Raider discussions. That's pretty much what we do 24 uh, seven. Uh, so we kinda thought about bringing you guys a podcast uh, based off of a lot of conversations and stuff that we have uh amongst uh each other and uh so we thought it would be a good idea hopefully it uh turns out to be uh pretty good Ho- hopefully you guys uh uh like the content um uh, how i became a raider fan uh, growing up in chicago was a bear country my whole family was nothing but bear fans and i remember one day um uh, back in the early 80s probably 82 83 uh, raider game was on tv and I'm not sure why uh, I stopped uh, during my playtime, you know, or whatever. Uh, but it it kind of like struck me, man, just seeing that silver and black and, you know, the hell's bells and walking out of the the tunnel and just, I don't know, it just kind of intrigued me. And uh, there was one person that uh, caught my eye and I was like, I was just mesmerized and uh, that, that guy was Marcus Allen. Um, so as you can see, he had a very, you know, deep impact on me because my firstborn, you know, I named him Marcus Allen. Uh, so that, that's, that that tells you how uh, much I'm in, in, ingrained in, uh, you know, silver and black. For me, being a fan, I, I'm more than a fan. To me, this is a lifestyle. I mean, I do nothing but think about you know, Raiders 24-7 all day long, three, 365 days a year. So, um, yeah, this is a lifestyle for me. But um, enough about me. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my son. Uh, let him, you know, tell you why. Uh, I guess he's he's a Raider fan as well. Well, you know, I mean, the name Marcus Allen,
1: I kind of had to be. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, really, truthfully, man, it was – I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was – Eight years old. Let's see. Don't let me lie to you. It was uh, 2002. So yeah, I was six years old, six or seven, somewhere around in there. And uh, I just remember watching Raider games with my dad that year. And uh, Rich Gannon, you know, seeing Rich Gannon take the Raiders to the playoffs. Hell I didn't even really know what a playoff was that year. I just knew I was watching football, but seeing Rich Gannon and them take the Raiders to the playoffs and really actually watching football for the first time. That's what really got me, struck me and took me to being a Raider fan. Well, uh the year after that, you know, it kinda got a little ugly. Rich Gannon got hurt or whatnot, but I guess throughout the years where it was a downhill slide after the Rich Gannon era, you know, it what got me and what kept me going as a Raider fan was seeing my dad's passion, of being a Raider fan and just being in there and you know watching those games of you know not having a quarterback, not having an offense, but having that defense. You know, your Thomas Howard, your Derek Burgess, your nomine awesome wall uh warren mitchell warren saps you know that defense was fun to watch i mean i remember watching them and janikowski and shane leckler win them football games it might be three football games a damn season but i tell you what it was nothing like hooping and hollering seeing that one or three freaking wins you seen that year so just just the excitement of that and you know, knowing about the Raider tradition, that's that's really what got me, you know? Uh, hell, the, the what was that uh, movie? Or that, yeah, that video you had of- Oh,
0: it's the complete Raiders. history of, uh, of the Raiders or whatever. And, and, and that's, I tried to make sure that, uh, you know, I kept you up on, you know, the Raider tradition, cause I mean, it, it's like no other. No. It's like no, I mean, you can talk about all these other teams or whatever, but there's no, there's nothing like the Raider tradition and 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 the, the rich history that the Raider, Raiders have. So, and I, I tried to make sure that I kept you, you know, knowing why you know I was a Raider fan.
1: Right. So that there, and I'm gonna go ahead and cut it short here, but uh, you know, that was one of the main reasons there, and uh. Running down the hallway
0: after Jedikowsky make a 60-yard field goal. Screaming. Because
1: <laughs> we got to win. But, <laughs> but yeah, just on that, on a short base, uh, you know that, you know, knowing their tradition and uh, just, you know, the impact. That there had a lot of impact on me. And just those hard grinds, man, and seeing fans, man, even greater fans. That's a lot of the big reason that I'm, a Raider fan today is the grind. Dude, we seen some struggles since I've been a Raider fan. We've had one, no, two now because Mm -hmm. last year. Last year, yeah. Two winning seasons since I've been a Raider fan. So, it's been a grind, but seeing the Raider fans, man, and the way the Raider fans hold hold their heads up.
0: Raider Nation's Strong, man. I'm
1: telling you, that that's a lot of it. You know, going places, seeing Raider fans, man. I mean losing seasons, Raiders.
0: Absolutely. That, that's that I lifestyle, mean, man. It's it, we're not just fans. It's it's our lifestyle. Exactly.
1: That's it. You, you, you gotta to be
0: you gotta be, you know, um it, It's almost kinda like, you know, it's not for everybody. No. Nah. Raiders Nation, you know, Raiders is not for everybody. It, it's almost like you know, you, you're born into this, Yep. you know, and, and a lot of us are, you know. What I'm saying like, again with me, you know, you are, yes, but with me being, you know, bear, you know, bear country or whatever, you know, it's, um, it it hit me, and I was like, wow, this is this is my team, you know. I, I knew right then that that. The Raiders of my team, you know, but a lot, you know, a lot of you, especially the younger generation or whatever, man, it's it's people, you know, like me that is, you know, teaching you guys, you know, saying, hey, you know, this is this is this, you know, again, you have the choice to do whatever, right. you know, and I even and for me, just knowing the pain. Of the the seasons, I even went. To, you know, my son. I said, "Look, son, I understand. <laughs> you know, if, if if you want to find a new team, I get it. You know, it's you know, it's whatever." He said, like, "No, dad. He goes, I'm I'm ride or die." I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm a Raider fan until I die. That's right. And, Once a Raider, and, always a Raider, baby. And you, you, I'm telling you, you don't know how much <laughs> uh, it, it felt so good to to hear that. Uh, because again, man, it, it is. It was a lot of pain, man. And I was like, man, I got to witness a lot of the great history and a lot of the great uh, seasons that you know the our, our Raiders you know, brought me. But like you said, You know, you're very young in this and we were on the tail end of that greatness Mm -hmm. when, you know, you started watching football and you had to endure all that, you know, all that. And I was like, like, Raiders, please just give my son something to cheer (laughs) for, you know, but but yeah, uh, that's just kind of a background. I know we may have went a little bit too long, but I wanted you guys again with this being the first uh, podcast for us, you know, uh, jumping off. I wanted to give you guys a kind of a background of uh, kind of what makes us tick while we're Raider fans. And uh, you'll learn a little bit more uh, about us and, and about you know, our passion um, as we continue to do these. It's going to be kind of hard for us to do a lot because he does work off in the oil field. And again, a lot of these discussions that we, we've discussed, we've discussed way back. And uh, to give you a kind of funny story, is a lot of things that we talk about it hasn't happened and when it happens we're looking at we talked about this six months ago or we talked about this a year year ago ago. (laughs) and it's like like we would have had this stuff out there first (laughs) you know or we would have discussed this stuff first and it's like well somebody else is talking about it now and you know it's like we need to do a podcast we need to start doing this stuff we can get our stuff out we can say look no we did it on this day we said this
1: right it's it's more so of just the you know hell we, we do it anyways every like you said it's like a religion 24/7 anytime we can we're it's Raider football so i know we drive
0: we drive our our wives <laughs> yeah. crazy with it so
1: absolutely but why not do a podcast you know let others hear our voice you know what i mean not just sit here and talk amongst each other so all
0: right so with that being said uh the first uh kind of uh, topic we want to talk about again i know this is kind of late um doing this or whatever but again you know he does work off and he is uh, uh, not home uh very often uh, so when when he is home you know we'll, we'll hopefully if you guys like the podcast uh you know commitment to bring you excellence um then hopefully we can continue to do a couple more but the the first one that we want to kind of talk about is i want to talk about is is that uh mike mayock um i know it's been a while you know Uh, since he's, you know, been a part of us now. But do you think that Mike Mayock should have been fired? Uh, Do you think that, you know, he should have been brought back for, you know, at least one more year to kind of see, you know, what he can do? What's your thoughts on that? Well, my
1: thoughts is, yes, I think that he should have been brought back one more year. As a Raider fan, I loved what Mike Mayock did. Uh, I did too. Being what he was, I where he too. come from, as a scout analyst, like what he did as far as bringing pieces in, the people, some of the people that we landed, you know, I, I loved what he did. One of them, Mad Max. Mad Max wouldn't be in the building if it wasn't for Mike Mayo. Right. Look, got still, That was in fourth round. Yep. We grabbed Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's absolutely my favorite Raider. He is my favorite player you yep. know yeah from day one from day one we were one. we were fighting for <laughs> for who's, who's who's mad max who's got mad max but you know and kudos to mad max i'm stunned he got his contract you know yeah absolutely stunned but you know excited excited but yeah you know i do i believe so because just some of the things that he had done like them he found gold mines late in oh absolutely drafts. absolutely. I mean, Absolutely, and I haven't seen that since being a Raider fan. So, right, yes, absolutely. I think Mayock should still, right. I mean, I would love to see him stay. I mean, we had this discussion a little later on or earlier on that if Gruden goes, mm-hmm. I would like to see may all get the chance to still
0: right. stay yeah because we, we don't know who we don't. like honestly the only pe- people will know is the people that was in the building or whatever but exactly. who, who really was calling the shots who, who whose picks was who
1: exactly
0: you know so exactly. we, you know we we wouldn't know and like you said that would have been something for us to say okay groom's out the building let's see let's see Let's see what he can do. So, I mean, and and you know, it kind of goes back with Mike Mayock. Even when, you know, like when Gruden first come and stuff like that, when we got the news, you know, when I called you and said, man, oh my God, you know who we're, you know, picking up. Because I always, Mm -hmm. I always live by what Mike Mayock said. Whenever he's doing his uh, uh, top, you know, positions at, you know, uh, players at, you know, each position and his big you know 200 or big 300 board or whatever I was always religious you know looking at what Mike Mayock said where Mike Mayock had players or whatever and I, I kind of got a, an idea of what type of players you know Mike Mayock would uh that he liked and we talked about it. some of the picks you know we're like wait a minute I don't seem like I, a a Mike Mayock pick. Or, or where he would pick him. Where he would pick him. That he was huge. Was, exactly. That was very huge. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. And, and I was with you on that. But when you were gone, um, I kind of put together um, a kind of like a, a rough draft, kind of broke it down from, you know, Mike Mayock's picks each year and his um, free agents. Um, by, by the year and I had a, I had a different outlook, uh, on, you know, well, maybe, maybe it was, you know, warranted, maybe, you know, he shouldn't have got a second chance or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know what you think. Maybe that, well, we'll talk about it and see if you have the same, you know, uh, thoughts is is what I got after doing this but what I did was is I kind of broke it down from from the draft so let's start in 2019 we'll go from player to player we all we both said when it happened picking Cleveland Farrell fourth to me to you was not the right pick it wasn't not not the right pick not we're not for what we needed at that time um and the players that was still available, um, Michael Parsons. That was no, late. That was, was
1: later. It was uh, not Michael Parsons. No. It was a linebacker. It was
0: it so, was uh, it was my guy. It was he, yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. Your guy was uh, uh, Devin Bush. Devin Bush. It my was guy uh, was De- Devon White. Devon. Yeah. De- Devin. Devin White.
1: White. Okay. That's that's who it was. Yeah. yeah Devin White. But
0: we knew we needed we need we needed you know. To me, like linebacker. Linebacker, absolutely. Uh, we needed a pass rush too, but at the same time, I think, you know, linebacker was, was a
1: more pressing issue, especially with the talent that was out there. Exactly. Generational linebacker. Exactly. That we keep talking about that we just skipped That we out haven't had. Year had in, year out since Kirk Morrison. Kirk Morris, uh, Morrison and uh, Thomas Howard. Thomas Howard. Those guys, that defense. Yeah. We haven't had that since. So, yeah, I can say that was our thought, linebacker. We've been preaching that. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like a reach because it was, well, hell, we just traded
0: Khalil Mack. we got to find his replacement. Right. But there was other the pass rushers out there. Josh Allen. But that was their guy. I get it. That Montez Sweat. Guy. Which
1: you and me both said we would rather have a Montez Sweat. Exactly. Get him good. later. In their... Get him later. Yeah, got him in the second round, and he's outperformed. Look, he's Or outperformed, you
0: had three first-round picks. Get him. get him later. In the get first him. round. Can you imagine having either Devin Bush or uh, uh, Devin White and then turning around and getting, like, say, Abram and then getting, you know, or getting a uh, Josh Jacobs or whatever or getting Montez Sweat or, you know what I'm saying? You get you got Absolutely. your pass rush. But anyway, well, yeah, we think that Cleveland Farrell was, was definitely a, a reach there. So, again, who's picked? We don't know. But... It all uh, falls on you know basically the gym. You're you're the one that's turned you know basically in in charge of you know player personnel. Right. So it's that's on you. Mm-hmm. All right. Josh Jacobs, 24th pick. You know how yeah. how I feel about Josh Jacobs. Yep. That's my dude. Okay. But we do have our, our issues. It. Good player. Great. Uh it could, be could, could be great. Um my issue is he's he's to me he's injured a lot. Yes. But he, he plays through injury, which I, yes. I give him kudos on that. But again playing through injury uh is still not, you know, giving us the production that, that we need. You know what I'm saying? I mean right. you, you it's just limiting, you, it's
1: keeping him good a good player and not letting him advance to that
0: great player. Exactly. And honestly he's you know barely Yes, he's got 1,000 yards. Yes, he is a Pro Bowl uh, uh, running back. But is he giving us the, you know, back when the Tigrily break, you know, the, the 13, the 1,400, the Derrick Henry's the 13, the 1,400, the Saquon Barkley, the 1,300, the Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Those first-round running backs that came out, is he giving us that production? No. No. He's giving us, you know barely over 1,000 yards, 8 to 10 touchdowns, okay? But to be in the first round, you got to be a little bit more of an impact player than me. Again, is that the offensive line? Was that the scheme? Who knows uh, what the issues there is. But looking at it as as where he was where drafted. He was drafted. What is, has he lived up to that
1: potential? No.
0: Okay. Jonathan Abram.
1: Alright, this is my boy. That's your boy. I said this since the senior bowl. Yes. That's who I wanted That's us to absolutely. grab. Absolutely. we grabbed him. I was stoked. I mean, this kid, man, plays. He loves football. He plays rugged, rough, greater mm-hmm. football. Yep. That traditional style football that I got to grow up to see. Yes. John- Jonathan Abrams. Man, love the kid. But... Kind of the same sense as Josh Jacobs. Where we drafted him, has he lived up to that potential? The
0: best ability is availability. Thank you.
1: No, I cannot say that. I love the guy. He is second, probably my second favorite player behind Mad Max. But has he lived up to where he was drafted?
0: No. So this will be going into his fourth year? Yes. Hurt all, basically he missed his whole rookie year? Yep. Okay, uh, He missed a couple uh, games his second year, um, you know, a little bit of injury. I think he uh, caught COVID uh, yeah. a couple times or whatever. Uh, again, uh, not available. Right. This year, he missed quite a bit of uh, – actually, what, six, seven games? Seven games, I believe so, right at
1: the end of the – Right
0: at the end of the year. When, when you need him. Right. Hey, look, we're on a playoff run. Yeah.
1: We need you healthy then. Yeah. You know, like, I get it. Injuries happen. This shit happens. Like, you can't always avoid some of these things, but, you know, he is. He plays – he is high-geared, man. But you've got to learn how to play – tone it down. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's just a little too –
0: what would you call it? Uh, uh, reckless. Like, I reckless, mean, he he, he you know plays I mean? with the re- uh, re- reckless abandonment, You Which know what I'm saying? He, he puts it's his almost, body through you know, uh, uh, through a lot. But it's fine if you know if you're gonna be able to do it consistently right.
1: all year Take right. care of yourself.
0: Right. So almost like those running backs, man, that, that that go looking for you know, you know the punishment or whatever. Still, oh, just yeah. just get what you can get and then get out of bounds or you know what I'm saying or whatever yeah. you know what I'm saying. That, that
1: unnecessary. Contact. That exactly, you that eat. you didn't need. You That's know? just
0: extra wear on your body. Absolutely. You All right, so we can look at so far with the first three picks, first, you know, uh, three picks are first, you know, first round picks. So would you say that we really got the production that we should have got uh, with those picks or, in your view, did we? Did we get the production uh, out of those first three-round picks?
1: No. If you're going to break it down that way, no. Have they lived up to their full potential? That's what you're asking me. Have they lived up to their full potential? I love them as players, but I can't say they have because they haven't. They have not done that.
0: And see, that's that's the way I was looking at it, too. I was like, wait a minute. you know, Again, taking away the fandom – you know, taking away you know uh, the rose-colored glasses and being objective, I had to say, okay, if I was if I was an owner, just looking at these, you know, three first-round picks, did I get the bang for my buck, or did I get the bang for, you know, uh, where you were uh, picked? No. In
1: that mindset, no. Like you love the pick, I
0: love the picks. I, absolutely. Again, Clayton Farrell, I wish you would you know.
1: Lower, yeah. Besides lower. that. But- you know The the saying.
0: player. And we both talked about this. When he first got drafted, I said he is not going to be a Khalil Mack type player. No. He's good, but he is not that type of uh, a player. No. He's
1: a contain the edge, stop the run. Leader.
0: Leader. You know, he was the leader for that Clemson team yes. or whatever as far as, as far as the defense and stuff like that. He was the captain, the leader. Right. You know, uh... But, but he was not that. He was. He wasn't, for, he wasn't gonna be that high sack guy.
1: No, but what they were looking for, you know, foundation, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. That that was not that guy. Nope. So, absolutely.
0: Um, round two, Trayvon Mullen. I love
1: the kid. I love the kid
0: too. I love the shit out of
1: I, Trayvon Mullen. Has I, he lived up to his potential?
0: He showed flashes, but again injuries and 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 it's you know it's kind of like well you know that that's part of football i get it but there's there's a lot of uh football players that you know again you're never a hundred percent um through a full season you're all you're playing through some kind of nick or injury or pain or something like that is do you have the mindset to push through and be available for your team. Mental toughness. And again, depending on whatever the injury and stuff it is, I mean, th- things happen, you, you can't control, but you also can, you know saying it's is when it comes down time to, you know, negotiations, or hey, if I got a chance to get, you know, XYZ, because XYZ is available and XYZ still has the same, you know, just the same or a little bit better, then I'm gonna go with X, Y, Z over you. So, as much as we like, you know Trayvon Mullen and what what he can bring when healthy, it's to me it was it was a, it, it was a still to be determined for me. Now, here's where I think Mike Mike Mayock grand slam. Round four, Max Crosby. Absolutely. Round four, Foster Monroe. Absolutely. Round five, Hunter Renfro.
1: Absolutely. Look at that. I mean, late round picks. That's what I'm saying. Gems that he he had found in later rounds. Right. Which, going back to, like you had said, was this Mike Mayock or was this John Gruden with some of these earlier picks? Who had the say? I, I,
0: I don't know. I mean... Again, I'm not in the building. I don't know. I just kind of, you know, uh, what I read, and you know, and some of the people that that you know I talk to, and um, that's kind of close to you know some of the you know organization. Uh, I don't want to say any names or whatever, but right. it was it was kind of told to me that earlier, especially the first round picks were was Groot. That's he true. had he had control and then the later round picks Mike do your do your magic find them gems whatever right you know so again I don't know I can't say for sure for sure right but what was what I've read and what was kind of told to me that's that was a layout yes. and, and and we and, talked and, and about on
1: paper look at it on paper it's it even looks that way on paper mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you've got these guys. The names we just mentioned, you know, two of them right now. You know, Mad Max just signed his contract.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hunter Renfro, not yet, but.
0: I, I, I expect him I to get. Expect, yes, him to get a contract. Especially after June, like June 1st, whenever, you know, uh, all the contracts and stuff like that. Uh, I think June 1st, uh, Deadline or whatever, I think him and uh, Derek Carr. I think that's probably when they're going to get there. Contract. Their contracts right. is, is the June first post or you know uh, June first. Right. So, but I do expect uh, Hunter and Fro to get a get a contract extension. So. Right.
1: So looking at it late like there, those three picks,
0: I mean, just nailed them. And then Foster Monroe, I wow. I think that kid's yeah. got sick talent. Yes. Especially with now with Josh McDaniel and his uh, his offense. The, the two tight end system is fixing. To, it's, it's fixing to be brought back. Yes. It's should to be brought to back. To and to I think to Foster Raiders. Monroe is gonna is gonna be huge. Asset like, to that big part of that round. You know round four. You know pick. So round four pick. Yeah. So just breaking down the 2019, again, just looking at uh, looking at it and breaking it down player for player. Would you say Would you say the first round picks were?
1: I mean, did they live up to their potential? I want to say Mullins did and has, but I can't.
0: Right. Just so so, that, a so that's a huge
1: fan. As a fan aspect. So I'm that
0: draft was a miss. miss. Mm-hmm. Now, the, would you, would you, would the, you say that? In the upper rounds, yes, okay. I would
1: say so. It was a miss. If it wasn't for the gyms you found late. In that draft It, it, it would have it been Bad It would have been, 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 been A bust Exactly So yes I can absolutely Say that
0: 100% So let's look at The free agents That was brought in That year Tyrell Williams Trent Brown
1: Didn't stay healthy Tyrell Williams Didn't stay healthy He played what Six games
0: Maybe six Maybe games something first. like that I mean it then was he got hurt He was supposed to be heal and then he, then he re-aggravated The heel yeah, and, and it
1: was Just a bunch of Bullshit from then
0: but, uh, Trent Brown uh, I don't even want to talk about uh, uh, ski mask. Uh, you know, yeah, he he yeah. fleeced his dog. Yeah, he, he, robbery. Yeah. no anyways, moving on past Trent Brown. Yeah. Uh, Lamarcus Joyner. Now, when the pick ha- when we signed Lamarcus Joyner, we were like, I mean, you know, I I'm a Florida State guy. You know, I like Florida State as one as one of my you know college teams or whatever. Man, and I was I was hyped. I was okay. Coming from, you know, uh, uh, the Rams and what they were doing, great safety. Like, again, I can't put this on, like, Mayock. But honestly, I don't think I'm going to put this on Mayock. Because you bring the players in, then, you know, the coach is the coach. Or coach puts the players, you know, where he feels uh, that he yes. needs to that he needs to put, you know, uh, the player uh, in his system or whatever to succeed. They did LaMarcus Jr. wrong. Trying to put him as a, a slot corner.
1: Man. And he was at the back end of his career, dude.
0: Yeah, that, that, the
1: older guy trying to utilize him as one of these younger players that
0: the, the shifty, you know, uh, uh slot receivers, man, that in space, yeah, they did him wrong, man. and, Luckily, you know he went on. You know he still, you know, I think I think the Jets. I think he went on to the Jets or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I, and then even didn't even try to move him back to his original you know original position.
1: position. And how many times we'd argue that when we Dude, had when we had what uh, was his uh, name? I mean, he did great when they did plug him in there. He was just young. Who was that? Uh, he was a linebacker. They kept swinging out there.
0: Tall, Lanky. I don't remember. I can't remember.
1: I mean, he only played there a couple times.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jordan Debbie, Vontez Burfik, Nevin Lawson, Dwayne Harris, Eric Harris, and Denzel Good, and Josh Morrow. Does any of those – I mean, now, Jonathan Hankins was one of the guys there, and Big Hank. But y'all hope they bring Big Hank back. He's still a free agent. He is. He's I, on the I,
1: practice squad. Right
0: now. I, I, I hope. He, I hope they bring Wait, him back. He's waiting. He's, or he's on he's, the He's Lose a free agent.
1: Yeah. Free agent reserve
0: waiting. I, I hope they. I hope they bring him back. But yeah. out of that, out of the 2019 free agent uh, class, we brought in.
1: Who did we hit on? I mean. Uh, so, I mean. I don't know. Let me big it. big
0: Hank, like I said, Big Hank was, you know, vontes Burford got suspended. Yeah. You know, they they knew that coming in. You know, he yeah. was on a very short leash. Yep. And, you know, one more head-hunting hit, you know what I'm saying, he he was, you know, going to be uh, suspended or whatever, you know what I'm saying. So that was a big gamble, big risk. And we was like, man, what, why are you bringing this guy in? Knowing, you know, yes, the talent's there. Yes, he knows You know, Paul Gunther's, uh, you know, defense, and he's the quarterback. You know, he'd be the quarterback, you know, the, you know, uh, red dot guy.
1: Right. uh,
0: To help call, you know, the defenses and everything uh, on the field. But, again, that's taking a risk. And Denzel Good. I just – Denzel Good and uh, Jonathan Hankins is the only two for me that was worth anything in in that free agent class.
1: Not gonna agree
0: on that. I mean, like, and, and and it's no, not like great. No, you know, you it's, it, it's of, too serviceable. You know, guys that can, you know,
1: right. And and honestly, truthfully, that's a lot of the reason why I believe that we still had a lot of issues on the defensive side with Paul Gunther. There, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything to make it better. We were just filling holes. Is what it felt like to me.
0: Exactly so you had Jonathan Abram hurt uh, Mullen didn't even get the, get in until late uh, that year because yeah. we still had uh, Gary on uh, you know for like the first seven eight games or whatever and then the trade deadline they moved him to uh, the Houston and then you know they gave you know Trayvon the, the uh, starting job. So, really no production there. And like I said, you hit – you know, you missed out on uh, the, the free agent uh, defensive pieces, the Marcus Joyner, you know, Vontez Burfecht, Nevin Lawson, you know, uh, Eric Harris was serviceable. I, I liked Eric. He was limited. He was, limited. was, he was, was limited, limited, you know course. what I'm saying? But uh, he gave us, you know, some good – Some good
1: know, uh, qu- qu- yeah, yeah, some, some, some quality some football. when
0: needed. You know, but, again, he – But an everyday player? No, no. no. Absolutely not. All right, so nineteen. Again, this is what what Mark Davis, you know, at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year, breaking it, is having to, having to break down. Like okay. this is what you should do, and then make your decision based off of. Okay. So we can say nineteen. Not not not, not great. A
1: success.
0: Yeah, I would. So. What thirty percent, 40 percent, based based <laughs> off of, yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, because you did. You hit in the draft. Oh, that was 2020? No,
0: 19, like Crosby, okay, Moreau, yeah, yeah. Renfro. I mean, yeah, because
1: they were on the rookie deal. I could say
0: 30%. Absolutely. Okay. All right, so let's go to 2020. Henry Ruggs. I mean, you can't say too much about it. I mean, again, the talent was there. He was on, He was on the rise, man. You know, just a, a bad decision on the young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he made a, a life-altering you know altering decision, man, that he's going to have to live with. Yep. Um, you know, so, uh, um, that, you just got to say, man, I mean, that's it's part of, you know, your evaluation as far as, you know, um, again, he had no off-the-field uh, issues or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, that was a pick you made. He made this decision off the field, so it, it, it,
1: was, a fall on, it sure. was a waste of pick. Right,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, Damon Arnett. Yeah. We said when he, like, got drafted, it's like, what are you
1: doing? That was a – I still believe to this day that was a reach. They might have had him on that board, on the big board in the mm. first round, but I believe watching him in, just in college. And, and The talent was there, but we look at it a little deeper than just talent you know character I'm and, and a player we
0: said this like they panicked again needed some they game. needed they you know they're trying to shore up that defense it's they dope. needed a cornerback or whatever you know i hate when you have a need you know what i'm saying and then and it's, it's like it's like you're like you're panicking like you oh my god i got to get this I gotta need get i got to feel this need instead of grabbing a player out there that is better. the better player the, the best player available right, right. you know and it's like and and we said this, we didn't have a second round pick because of the Khalil Mack we sent. Yes, and I don't understand why you send Khalil Mack to the Bears and give, and up. give up a second round pick. We did talk about this. That makes no like, sense to me. And and I imagine Drew looked at him, you know, looked at Reggie McKinney and was like, what, bro? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, as that that almost probably kind of like. Stealed his fate. Like, okay, yeah. look here, dude. I can't have you running my operations, dude. Yeah, you, dude. Gotta go yeah, you made the me. trade. Thank you for, you know, giving us a first-round pick or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yet you said a second? Right. So, yeah. That, so, not having a second-round pick, yeah, a, you know, really elevated Damon Arnett um, to that, you know, late, uh, late first-round 19th uh, pick or whatever. Yeah. Um, to your point. When you have things coming out, and there was a lot of red flags. And we said this, like, a lot of red flags. And we had it down, wrote down on our, our paper, like, you know, because we break down, you know, different, you know, especially the, our, the Raiders team needs. Yes. And we started looking at players and stuff like that, breaking them down, you know, what players would fit, you know, who we'd want. Right. We had, I mean, the board was covered, nothing but red. Yeah. Oh, David, oh, wait, I mean, you couldn't even see his name on, on our board or whatever because we had like so much red, like, from you know, yeah, from it was flashing. Country. Yes, absolutely. And I talked about this. I said, when Chris Carter basically told him and his father he needs to go back to school because he wanted to come out. You did say that. He wanted to come out 19. That. I said, yep. to me, yep. I was like, okay. Because a maturity issue. And a lot of the off basically all the you know the 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 stuff off the field field. you know the people that he's hanging around with and again we got a lot of intel and 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 with arnett some of his lifestyles that was told to us that you know he that he dabbles in yes so for him to say he needs to go back he ain't ready was a huge red flag to me. I, I told you, I brought, I was Nick, like.
1: You said that was, that was your main. That, red flag.
0: that, that was me. I was like, I'm I out. I didn't
1: even know that until you said that. That yeah. he, he, said he needed to go back. I, I had no idea.
0: I was like, I'm out.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, I just, I'm out on that. And when he picked him, I was like, what are you doing? So, yeah. So, again, that's, that's your strike. That's strike two. Henry Ruggs, talent. He was there. ascending. Yep. Off the field uh, issue that uh, that the choice he made. It I mean you, you can't say nothing other than that was a miss. Yeah. Lynn Bolton. Again.
1: Off, field
0: off the field. Yeah, off field issues. And we draft dude, he didn't even and make you it know through what's camp. Funny?
1: you know what's funny is they say that about Lynn Bolden or Lin Bolden what happened that was they got him in the building and seen oh man this off the field issue it's it's real mm-hmm. and was out the building like you were about to say he didn't even make it through camp and he was gone mm-hmm. you're having these same Issues with Damon Arnett Same things going on With the same With the, with the different kid mm-hmm. right? That you bring mm-hmm. in But he's You had to keep him there In the building Because he was a first rounder
0: No, yeah Absolutely You know what I'm saying and Giving, him, giving like, him chance after, You know what I'm saying Chance
1: after chance But
0: So Lynn Bowden's gone Dog. So we wasted a third round pick. Third round. third
1: round. I mean, that's a crucial. Like that's where
0: you can find gems. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's pretty much.
1: That's still crucial to me. First, round, second,
0: one, two, third. and three. It, it's you're pretty much trying to find starters. Yes. You know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven. You're building for depth. And if right. you hit on a gem like a Max Crosby, Or a rip pro, dude, hell home down. run, home run, right? You know, you, you're, you, get a you, you're, doing, you're doing you're doing a you know hell of a job. Um. With your scouting. Right. Uh, when, when you That's how you build your team.
1: Yes. The later rounds.
0: All right. Brian Edwards. Third round. Again, uh, production, you know, uh, with him in college. Uh, you know, Sarkhan, you know. I told you, man. The, the dude to me, and I gave him the comp of, And I even called into, you know, and I said this, I mean, there's there's records out there of me saying this. Um, And then when I said it, there's a couple other people that came behind me after I said it, echoed the same thing. To me, as talent-wise, from what I've seen, body size, speed, hands, reminded me of T.O., you did say this I said he reminds me of Terrell Owens yep. the young Terrell Owens yep. right I was like dude if if he can put together the take the talents that, that I see and gives us the what you know what i seen in like T.O. the young T.O. we gotta steal he has yet to do that right. he, he has yet to give us that um, he is a lot of to me. Is a lot of work that he needs to to do um, to, reach that. to reach that because right. I mean, like again, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but he is, he is not flashing like like you know he did in college. Like he is having a hard time getting off of uh, off the line of scrimmage. He's you know um, he he's struggling on uh, getting separation. He's he's getting jammed. He's letting the cornerbacks dictate you know, push him, you know, uh, out of the play or, you know, you know, basically they're, they're winning at the yes. line of scrimmage and he's not getting that separation. So he has a lot of work to do. But the the, the talent to me is there. The potential is there. He's just, he just got to realize that and and, and want to, want right. to get better. Right. So, Tanner, Tanner Muse. I
1: don't know. We... we, we didn't ever get
0: to see? I mean, we, a little bit. I mean, ah, a little bit, but again, not enough. Not enough. Not for what we thought Whenever he were coming out. Like when we, when we saw him in the, the scouting combine. Actually, when we, I, we, we saw him in the, the championship games and you know, the, the playoff yes. runs and stuff that they were doing. we was like, Ooh. And then we went to the scouting combine and he ran that four, four forty. What did I say immediately? Like, like, if you can remember, what did I say when he ran that 4 4 What did I say?
1: He may be a safety, but you see him playing linebacker.
0: Exactly. Exactly what I said after he ran that 4-4. Four, four, True yes. words. I said he's, to me, I, I think oh, he's going to be a 100%, linebacker.
1: 100% you said that. And that's why I kept waiting. Like, why are you not moving the Lamar- uh, Marcus Joyner to his original position and plugging in your Tanner Muse
0: right yeah. there? Exactly. That's where
1: he should have been playing. That linebacker slash safety role.
0: Right, right. Kind of what you're trying to do now with uh, Divine Diablo. Yeah, Divine Diablo. You know, and and kind of what you, you know, a little bit with uh, John Abram. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, that's kind of what they wanted. What Divine Diablo gave us this year is kind of what they wanted uh, Tennessee to give us yes. uh, in 2020. Right. And it just it just didn't it didn't work out for whatever reason, you know. Again, injury, you know. But I I just don't think that they've seen.
1: No, they wouldn't have kept grabbing similar players.
0: Uh, John Simpson.
1: I mean, I, I, dude, great, you know how, you
0: know how I feel about John Simpson, great big, bit, dude, big John, Big John Stud. Bit. I love I love John Simpson, man. And he's gotten better. Um, I think this year, he, year I think this year he's he's. Uh, going to continue to get better um, from from you know season one to season two, big big jump, you know, and then and, that's all you can and then for. season you know season three, I'm, I'm hoping you know what I'm saying that I, I think he's going to continue to to take that uh, that next uh, next step uh, in, his, in his progression. But I mean that was a great pick, and then Amika Robinson, Amik, Amik Robinson. Love the pick, love the yes. kid. I think he, you know, again, in the right situation, you know, um, I think he he can be a, a good cornerback. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think he's in every day, no. but I think he can come in, fill, fill a role, play a role. Um, kind of like Eric Harris'
1: situation. And
0: he's done that. Yes. I mean, he, he, again, he's gotten better from day one, uh, you know, the day two or whatever. Yes. So the 2020 draft. Other than waiting on Brian Edwards, John, John, John Simpson, Simpson, is a, to me is a stud. So and, and kinda like, you know, the services of Mick Robinson as far where as he was
1: drafted. Yes, I could say. You know, but but like how beneficial that is to the team That's that's where you're kinda well Yeah, he's not even a
0: starting though. Mm mm. So so, in two years, we've had five first-round draft picks. Clayton Farrell, Josh Jacobs, John Abram, Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett. And we've got two right now. So, breaking it down like this so far, was that, was that, a, was that a hit or a miss?
1: Well, looking at it on paper, no, that was definitely a miss. And,
0: and going in before before this, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah,
1: because you're looking at it as, you know, like your Mad Maxes and your Hunter Renfro, that one draft that where you nailed too late. That's all
0: I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, Josh Jacobs, Pro Bowl, 1,000 yard,
1: 1,000 yard. yeah, you know. and
0: You know, flashing, you John, know. Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram here, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, year two. Right,
1: right. Put in a... Trayvon Bowen seeing that glimpse of what mm-hmm. he could be if he...
0: Could be, a, you know, a lockdown, you know, corner. Uh, corner. And he sh- he sh- he's shown that yeah, he on the when he's on the field. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I, I, 2020 draft is, to me, is a bust. Yes. I mean, it's it's, it's a complete F, 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 F. Yes. I can't use the, the, the word that, you know... You
1: won't but, do. Yeah, but
0: yeah. it's... I mean... It it's it is it's an F. Okay, so huge F.
1: Before yes, I would say the way I was looking at it, Mike Mayock. Yes, I'd love to see him come back, but him not coming back, breaking it down. If you really look at it on paper, if I had to step in the yeah, we haven't
0: even got the two twenty the twenty twenty one or the the free agent class in twenty twenty like right, dude, Richie Incognito. The mayors: Randall, Nelson, Aguilar, Carl Nassib, huge contract that they gave Carl Nassib. Oh my yeah. God! Jeff Heath, Malik Collins, Jason Witten, Corey Littleton, Marcus Mariota, Nick Kukowski, Antonio Brown.
1: Nick
0: Kowalski. That was really the only production we got out of anybody when he was there. But I mean, he, he was. He was not ready. He was not a starting cow. He wasn't even a starter in Chicago. No. And we give him the the green dot run our uh, defense. Yeah, you're the quarterback of our defense. You know.
1: Yes, I understand. And, and then Corey
0: the Littleton. Picks. We okay. Let's 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 kind of go back to Corey Littleton yeah, because we were like yes. I
1: loved it. I loved that pick. That was my guy. Yeah. Kind of the same same situation with the Lamarcus Jordan. Come from the Rams. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dude, heck yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is gonna, just like you did with Marcus Jordan. Oh, this is gonna be this is great, great move. I thought the same thing about Littleton. I, I've been a fan of Littleton. Forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's a great player, great linebacker. I love the way he plays the game of football.
0: Do you remember what I said? Uh, my only concern with Littleton when we got him. Do you remember? Do you remember what 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 I said? I said, great player, <laughs> yes. but he's
1: undersized. He's undersized, smaller linebacker, and the reason why he j- did have a successful career is because of the way he was being used, utilized
0: with the well, Rams.
1: And wh- wh- where did he come from before he went to the Rams? I can't remember.
0: He, I think he got drafted by Did the Rams. Drafted? Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I couldn't remember if he played for somebody else or not, but.
0: But what was his front? What what, what allowed what allowed him I mean, to be? He had a huge line. Everyone was big. Mm-hmm. That ate up a lot of that. Uh, to, that allowed him to be runners. able to roam and, yeah. and make the tackles or whatever. Right. Right. And, and I, like I said, that was like my DeMario only... Demario Davis yeah, of the Saints. That, that was, was where, my that's only what concern. What
1: Demario Davis of the Saints. He was being utilized in that sense. Same way. Mm-hmm. So, that's, and that's why Demario Davis has been so successful. And now I truly believe if you took a guy like Demario Davis and plugged him in somewhere else, kind of like you did to Corey Littleton, would he still be Demario Davis?
0: Maybe, but... Maybe,
1: but... Can I? I don't know. If can can, can, say can, can you
0: say he's, you know, like uh, Darius Leonard? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, put him anywhere you know, he's going to be. Um. Yeah, it's, you know. You're, you're Devin Bush,
1: you know, that type of linebacker. Right. Devin White. Devin White, I mean.
0: So, yeah, it's. So that was my concern. But, but again, I, I was loving. Uh, the pick, yes, and just because too, like he was able to cover, man, like, yes, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was confidence, but it just like he couldn't even cover, man, like, like he was like when he before he yeah. came to to us. If you go back and look at his grade, his past covering grade, especially like on tight ends and stuff like that, dude. I mean, he was one of the highest. Cover linebackers. I know. That's why in the NFL, that's,
1: and that's why the move made sense.
0: And I'm like, because Travis Kelsey. Yes, that's you know, what I'm
1: saying. That's why the move. I'm made like,
0: sense. what happened, like, dude? Uh, I don't know. And I was like, and then when when we started seeing it unfold, and I was like, man, see, my my concern, we did, we didn't have the line, we didn't have the the you know the beef that uh, we needed. that. Allowed him to do because he was having he had that second level blocking yes. that he, again been undersized yes. he couldn't he couldn't fit in the run game like he did in uh, with the uh, the Rams, Rams. Yeah. is because you know he was having to fight through a lot of trash a lot of the yeah. you know the second level you know uh, blocking and stuff like that so yeah that that to me that you know that again. I understand why going out and getting them, but at the same time, you got to look at your personnel. You got to look at you know if if I can see can this, see that's what I'm saying. You know, if I'm looking at this, you know, and I'm saying yes, he's successful, but he's successful because of this. Yes. When you bring him over to you know your team, do we do we have the layout from the previous team? You know. Yeah. So that was again, that was my concern and, and I hated that. And yeah, I agree. out of that, I mean, we really didn't get nobody. I mean, Richie's not on the team, Demarius Renner didn't even make it out of camp. Like, you know, we we got rid of him because Damon Arnett became the starter. Yeah. You know, so they gave him the thing you know, starting position. You know, Nelson Aguilar had a career year. He didn't stay with us. He he jumped ship to New England. So we got one year out of it. Okay, Carl Nassib. We gave him a huge, you know, contract or whatever for what? You know, again, chasing that, those, those sacks, chasing, you know, the, you know, the Khalil Mack yeah. uh, type yeah. production or whatever, oh, and man. we overpaid for Carl Nassif That's because everybody saying. was going and it was like, oh, who's left? Carl Nassif, give him a contract. Give him a give him, give him a huge contract. I agree. Just like,
1: and I don't understand
0: why they kept doing that
1: when you had Mad Max. I think it's just the, I don't know, was it the fear of...
0: Well he was a fourth rounder. Well, like we had nobody on the other side.
1: It don't matter. You got you. Did you have anyone on the other side when you had Khalil Mack? We had Bruce Irvin.
0: Three years we had Bruce Irvin. Yes. Yeah, but we but, but him and Bruce Irvin coming off the edges. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're
1: out right on that. You're
0: right. Why do you think we made the playoffs? Yeah,
1: how many I how many
0: force fumbles did Bruce Irvin and, and Khalil Mack provide Quite us? A you're out right on that. So yeah, we had somebody on the other side of, of uh, Khalil Max. Man, yeah, you're right. We didn't have any. We, yeah, had, we had nobody.
1: We had Mad Max, yeah. We had we and
0: Farrell, him, but, yeah. you know, but I get you. I see. What you're his doing. his be- best production to me, I said he needs to go inside. Yeah, he's he more gets. of an he's more of an inside guy. Right. So yeah, that's you know. So again, they're chasing. They're chasing you know stat, it's like dang somebody on the other side you know we need somebody to help you know Mad Max so that that's in two in two seasons really no production so we, we're not building depth we're not building you know anything sustainable uh, to help us you know win ball games and then you get to this year 2021 I mean now this is where I'm like okay maybe give him another chance to see because he redeemed himself in 2021 Alex Leatherwood I think he's going to be I think just give him some time same thing with Cole Miller Yeah. everybody's ready to write him off after the first year and look where Cole Miller is now you got to give these kids time um, I think Alex Dutherwood is going to be uh, is, is going to be good. I, I think just first year, underwhelmed, a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, when they moved him to uh, right guard, he could have pouted. You know what I'm saying? He could have just packed it in. No, he 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 worked hard. Right. You know he showed flashes. Was he? Uh, was he great? No, but he showed me flashes, and I can live. I, I can. I can hope. Okay, he showed me flashes, and the big jump from year one—you should see a big jump from year one to year two. I want to see that, so I'm, I'm gonna kind of give him a pass on that. Trayvon Moore. You're that already, was you our guy. No,
1: that was our both of us. The, he was our number one he safety was, he on was, our draft board.
0: Yes, he was. Both of our draft board. Absolutely.
1: Second round or not, he was our number one. Absolutely. We had him over Jevin, uh, Hallin, Je- Jevin uh,
0: Holland, uh, Andre Cisco, uh, every one of
1: them. So, love the pick. Great. hit. They hit the hammer on the nail with that one for sure.
0: My guy. Can you remember the day that I brought this to you? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: do.
0: My dude! Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm Coots. Coots. Yes, sir. So, was anybody. Did you ever even hear any, any name?
1: Uh, no, because I remember when you had him. You sent me the. You sent me your. Uh, your draft board. Uh, the simulator. The simulator. simulator. Yeah, we were doing the simulator. And had Malcolm Coates, and <laughs> i said who is was Malcolm Coates? So yes, I remember because he was on like three of them that you sent me. Yeah, he he was
0: so on every one of my draft
1: simulator. So, so I had to ask you, and yes, I remember you saying, "Hey, look this kid up. Buffalo, small school, no." Uh, Buffalo. Yeah. It was Buffalo. yeah. Yeah. Same school as Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Small school, so I do remember that.
0: And and dude, so you know how I feel. Like I think, I think um, hopefully this year, man. Like hopefully we can get uh, he gets an opportunity. Again, you got to earn it. Absolutely. Um, you got to earn it. Uh, but the talent, dude. I'm telling you. Bend the edges, you know. Coming off, I mean, he reminds me a lot of uh, Khalil Mack. Uh, he just he the way he uses hands, the way he you know the the arsenal, the pass rushing arsenal coming out of college. You, you, it's a lot of the times you come in, you have to learn those things. You don't have those coming out of the box, you know. You have one move, maybe two. And, and you're working on everything else right, and right. that's why you see these young passers when they come in you know they may have like early success and then that's okay that's all you can do right. films out then what, do you, what can you do to you know to combat or get better once they figure you out this kid had he has like five six
1: moves already different moves
0: yeah, yeah. so yeah that, and then Devon Diablo uh, Tyree Gillespie, Nate Hobbs uh, Crew. Yeah, dude, he made all rookie uh, teams. Yes. You know, so and then Jimmy Morrissey. Yeah, oh, God, I'm so I'm, I'm so upset about Jimmy Morrissey. I, yeah, like I, wh- yeah, what what did that say? We, we had we had a Q and A. We had a Q and A. Q&A. Uh, uh, Uncle Hondo, uh, Hondo Carpenter, Sports Illustrated, maybe, yeah. uh came. Uh, to Oklahoma City um, and did a a Raiders Q&A with us or whatever. And we had a discussion because he he knew Jimmy, uh, uh, knows the family.